time to hear the birds out here. I just had to say, screw it, the noise gate and uh, all the stereo stuff. Just do it authentically on this episode. Second episode of the day. Because <laughs> this, this episode that I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be going over, is one of the really reasons why I started this podcast and this YouTube, the YouTube channel in the first place that I started, Be Well Informed. I mean, you asked for a man to start spirituality for other things like speed, peace, and you know, love, and compassion, all this other stuff. But it really grew into something else in the end. Hold on. Let me uh, unplug this. 9.03 a.m. There we go. So, it's, so it doesn't feedback like that. Sorry about that. Anyways. So. In our lives, most people don't think like what we're going to be talking about here. And so most people are, are has brought with anxiety and all these other problems. And they're like, why is my life so bad? And all this other stuff. And it's, it's a really deep problem. Um, cause they, most people look to other people for the answers and you're, you're listening to me. You're looking for me for some kind of answers. And, uh, all I can really give you here is our suggestions. Honestly, when it comes to anything that I talk about, all I can give you are suggestions and I'm going to be talking about this because it's really interesting. It's really a problem that we face in societies where we look to outside sources for the answers, whatever those are, rather than going inward, going deeply inward and going, what seems true? It doesn't mean that you're going to be right when you say it's true. It means going inward, saying what seems true, what seems correct based on my morals, my understandings, and then going outward and saying, okay, so if this is right, if this is wrong, you know, if this is right, what it would what would it look like if it's wrong? Or going outward and looking for other points of view, other opinions, and, say, and merging those together with your inner core with what you think is correct. What you think is um, true without becoming embodied in cults and, and uh, becoming ideological and all this other stuff. And that's a, that's a challenge. That's a challenge right there because it's easy to, to look to your elders and to your parties, your Democratic and Republican parties, and say, oh, this is what's correct. This is what's true. But it's harder to look outside and, and say, not is this true, but say, is this true? And if so, how? Or is this true according to my morals? Most people don't want to lead their own lives. They want other people to lead their lives for them. And even if they 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 have their lives led for even if they lead their own lives, it's based on society's ideas of leading their lives, meaning you know money and success and wealth and health and all this other stuff. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but the 
honestly, in my opinion, the most amazing form of success isn't one that you get from just opening opening up the bottle of capitalism, of you know, all these things of you know that you get from like capitalism and stage orange spiral dynamics. Like if you want to know more about spiral dynamics, I'd recommend Ben you look it up on YouTube. It's a really good understanding to really help you understand your current level of development and other people's level of development and how to grow beyond your level of current development. Um, but anyways, you know most of most of this is coming from Sprout Dynamics Orange, where they're, they're telling telling you how to make money and all this other stuff. And I'm coming, and and most of the other stuff is is coming from blue, and the rest is is coming from green. But I'm coming from um, something different. I'm I'm coming from a different level, where. Yes, we have a bit of the green and a bit of the orange and a bit of the blue, but it's mostly yellow. And, and I mean, that could be ego on my part, to be fair, where I'm, I'm saying that I'm stage yellow. But I'm not just stage yellow, and nobody is just stage yellow anyways. Um, you know, I'm stage, I have some green, I have some orange, even a little bit of blue. I can see a little bit of ideology and stuff. And uh, maybe even a little bit of red, like I can see some of that happening sometimes where you can you can get angry at somebody and you can notice that stage red within you coming out and you 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 notice it and you go, oh man, I didn't realize how stage red I was in that moment. Maybe I have more stage red than I thought and all this other stuff. I mean, it's not just about being angry and, and shouting at people, but, you know, that's one of the stage reds things. You, you, you can get really angry and stuff like this, but... Um, you know, there, there, there's a, a saying that life is art. Well, it's not really a saying. It's just it's a saying itself that, you know, that life is art. And I really like this understanding that life is art. And, and there, there was a podcast called Life is Art, which is now gone and, and replaced by Life is Art Reality, which is a still a good podcast. But the saying life is art is a really good saying because really our life is an art, even if you don't really realize this. You know, because most people's lives are a sloppy form of art where they're, they're making money and they're doing all these things, which are the typical things that we do in stage orange or green or whatever. Or not even really green. Green is a little different because it's more unique, but, you know, stage orange and blue um, and even red to some extent. But there's thousands and millions of different things you can do to make your life an art. And I'm going to go deeper into how, um, not just life, but what I call intelligence. And what I've done is made my own intelligence a sort of art. Uh, and I want to go into this because it's really the reason why I'm making this episode in the first place. So life is an art. You know, you could do meditation. So, I mean, there's millions of things you can do in a day. You could be a musician. You could be... You could meditate, and then you could do something else, and then you could do something else. And all of that is based on your personal preferences. And it may seem very boring, and it may seem very bland, but it's all, in the end, up to you. Some of this, some of the stuff that you have to do for your, 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 your cleaning and your, your washing and all this other stuff. But most of it is 
your time to do whatever it is that you want to do. You know, you can work, but even the things that you, you don't want to do, you do because of that norm of society, that norm of like, oh yeah, you know, if I don't do this, I could, you know, end up with problems and with a dirty sink or whatever the case is. If I don't work, I could end up with no money. And so, but, and there's nothing saying that you have to work in a certain specific way. That's only something that society has told us and, and explained to us. But there's nothing saying that that has to be true. And so the more unique your life is, the more unique your art is as a result. But it goes much deeper than this. And I think uh, you can go into the whole life is art part of it where you can talk about the different ways you can make life art and stuff like that. But really what I love about life is not necessarily even about doing certain things, but having certain understandings and intelligences and using my intelligence and my and, and making my own viewpoint and art. You know, most people, what they do is they look towards certain viewpoints of like God is real God is not real whatever it is and then they they, they believe it and they listen to it and that's it that's not, there's nothing else to do there there's nothing that they add there's nothing that they put into that to make it an art form but what I do is I take certain ideas that I may think is true and they go okay so that might be true and then I look outward for other perspectives and then I go back inward again and say okay so how is this true and how does this fit together and then I go do that again I go back outward again and look for that stuff and then go back inward go back outward go back inward and then over time that makes a tapestry um, called art form that I call an art form that I call life that I call a viewpoint and that I I've made my own intelligence, my own intelligence art, where my own intelligence is an art, where I'm not just listening to other people, and I'm not listening to their viewpoints. Purely, I'm listening to them and discriminating, basically meaning, not discriminating, like as, as in racism, but, but discriminating, discriminating, meaning discerning between what seems more true and what seems more false versus what most people do is they, they look to you know science they look to you know logic they look to whatever it is and they say okay so this is what's true and then base and then what they do is and they base other things off of this and if it's not true based on that they go no that's wrong and that's you know a very limiting way of looking at life and it's very um, shallow and it very much like helps it helps nobody and it's very rigid and it's very dogmatic in a lot of ways and it creates a lot of problems and a lot of blind spots and you aren't able to really see your own biases if you do though if you do this um, versus what I try and do is I try and realize and ask the question is this true is this real and what Nine, 13, eight, back, back. Time but not doing it from logic not doing it from logic not doing it from a sense of morals or anything like this but doing it from you know partly partly a sense of morals partly a sense of my own framework but also partly on the thing itself and on other things like science and stuff like this but not strictly from science not strictly from logic not strictly from religion I take all of these things and, and make them into an amalgam of reality a tapestry that I call 
my understanding of reality. Um, and because of that, it's more integrated. And because of that, I have more of an understanding of, of what seems to be true. Now, this is an understanding, this is an idea that I want to talk about um, in the future. Um, and because a lot of people have this illusion, in my opinion. And it's something that I'm dealing with currently because I, I currently have conflicts when it comes to this illusion but there's this, this understanding this illusion that says that there is an objective reality out there um, but really what I've come to understand ultimately is that what what seems to be objective reality is actually the structures of other mind realities and of what you could call the group slash global mind realities and the global slash group reality really and, it, and th those realities are based off of mind realities based off of other things but but really what we're looking at is an objective reality it's looking at we're looking at other things um you know there's no such thing as objective reality necessarily and this uh, this uh, looking at these the structure of global mind realities groups group mind realities and this includes physical reality, by the way. Physical reality is included in this idea of mind reality because a lot of the ideas that we have about physical reality is part of our mind reality. It's a conception. It's a conceptualization in most cases because when it comes to materialism, when it comes to objective reality, when it comes to you know this chair being purely physical rather than mental, you know, we don't know if that's actually true, but that's what we've been told to be true. That is what we've been told to be true, and what we have believed to been 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 true by Western society. When we don't actually know for a fact that that's true, um, and so I'm not just talking about mind realities as if like my opinion versus your opinion versus their opinion, but also talking about. Um, my assumption of reality, meaning, you know, maybe I believe in the, the paradigm that says that my consciousness lies within the brain versus your opinion, which may say that your my consciousness actually isn't in the brain, but is something that is creating reality itself, something like this. So there's different kinds of these assumptions that make up reality, make up our real our reality. Like, the only reason why I don't use the term right mind reality anymore because it's it can easily make you get confused into believing that that means that it's not actually real objectively. But there's no evidence for that, and there's no evidence that objective reality is even a thing that exists. But we believe it is, and we've been taught that it is. Um, now, this doesn't mean, by the way, that, that I think that there is no you know, more correct points of view than, than less correct points of view or points of view that are wrong or right. You know, like, for instance, that this is, doesn't mean, like, because one of the problems that I find with postmodernism is that they take this understanding that I'm ta talking about where they, say, where they say there's no such thing as objective reality and they go, go way further than this and they say there's no such thing as a wrong culture and so white supremacy and is, uh, Islamophobia and Islam and all these backwards like understandings and societies are as equal as Western society. 
and Western understandings. And I'm not going to make that assumption. I'm going to, to distinguish and discriminate and say, some of these are better than others. Doesn't mean that they're more superior. Doesn't mean that they're more correct objectively. It just means they're more correct uh, based on structure of your reality, global reality, my reality, your reality, group reality, whatever you want to call it. And so as, as a result, you can kind of get a glimpse of a kind of objective reality that is not objective, but is based on structure. But this hard and it's easy at that point to get trapped into one of the other of these where they where you go no there's no subject there's there's only objective reality there's no subjective reality or no there is no wrong culture there is only you know culture and in a sense there is no wrong culture there's only culture but at the same time you have to discriminate like for instance if if you if you take this to the logical conclusion where they you say there is no wrong uh, culture, there's just culture. You could you could say the same thing about opinion. There's no wrong opinion. There's just opinion. To where somebody, there's no wrong action. There's just action. To where somebody can then murder somebody, and that's not a wrong action. That's just an action. And so you could use that to excuse murder, and use that to say that murder is perhaps even a desirable outcome. Um, and that's not something that I want to say that is true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say that it is the best solution to, to say there's no, you know, wrong culture. There's just culture because that's not necessarily correct. And I'm not saying that there is an superior culture either or an inferior culture. I think all cultures are equal, but some ideas within culture are, are, more uh, objective in a sense than others. Objective meaning objective based on structural reality, based on global structural reality. Um, and that is hard to determine, to be fair. And it is mostly based on my understandings of global structural reality. And those understandings could be wrong. And that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take under advisement and I'm willing to understand to be true. Because if I don't, I, I fall into that possibility of being controlled by my own dogma and saying this is wrong and this is right and this is objectively wrong and this is objectively right. And that's not where I want to go with this either. Um, but that's that's the whole point of this whole process. It's it's making an art out of philosophizing out of making uh, out of your own viewpoints, rather than just saying this is what's true, this is what's false. Um, and that's where I think the fun lies. I don't find, you know, most people in life, they they look for fun things to do outside, like swimming and things like this and th those things are fun don't get me wrong i like them things too but really what i like to do is to tinker with ideas and mess with ideas and mess with my own viewpoint to such an extent where it's totally changed from where it was maybe even two days ago um because it it changes the way that i can look at the world and then i go wow i didn't think of it this way and so that's why i like looking at other perspectives because otherwise if you don't look at other perspectives and you don't 
um, take into account the possibility that other perspectives are correct, you fall into that trap of, oh, my, my perspective is a correct perspective. My point of view is the objective truth. And that is not the, the direction that I would want to go in because then I, I fall into ideologies and dogmas. So it's a little bit longer or shorter episode-ish. And um, I hope you all like this one. I don't talk to the next episode, whenever that's going to be.